Your last name is Freeman, you're in. Your last name is Wang, you're out. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. The Weeds Podcast has an episode on affirmative action, maybe like a week ago. So I figured I'd talk about it too. So there's a couple of cases going before the Supreme Court, I think in the next year. Uh, one against Harvard, one against uh, the University of North Carolina. That's a private and a public university, respectively. And the Supreme Court has more conservative justices on it now. So I think it used to be five to four keep affirmative action. So people are thinking now, you know, five or six people are going to vote against it. Like the most liberal of the conservatives is uh, Head Justice John Roberts. And he once said, the way to stop discrimination on the basis of race is to stop discriminating on the basis of race. And like I say, there's five people more conservative than him on the Supreme Court. And you only need five total, five out of nine. So Jerusalem Dempsis, she's one of the main uh, hosts of the podcast. I looked her up. I think she's an Ethiopian Jew, which is an interesting thing to be. Or her parents were. I mean, she's just an American. But she's like, I mean, she's woke. This whole show is woke, obviously. Uh, But she's like, Harvard is racist. And when she said that, I'm like, whoa, you mean discriminating against, uh, I don't know, whites and Asians to let black and Hispanic get in more is racist? But no, that's not what she means. It's just the part where uh, they discriminate against Asians. She's like, yep, they are racist. They discriminate against Asians. And I forget the numbers. Like, maybe the most extreme is Asian versus black. I think, you know, at Harvard, you basically need, like, a 1,600 perfect score on your SAT. And then black kids maybe need, I don't know, like an 1,100, which is it's about a medium score. And then the way that Harvard makes things work is that they have a personality thing. So, you know, your grades, your SAT score, and then your personality. And just, you know, is it it by coincidence? Obviously, it's not coincidence. But uh, Asians all get terrible scores on their personalities. And black kids always get great scores on their personalities. Because that's a subjective thing that uh, you can basically just make up. So they do. But that's how they kind of... They try and make it look like they're not doing anything funny by just saying, oh, we're just going by personalities. And so a lot of this affirmative action stuff, it's really just to keep Asians out um, and also to let whites in. It's basically, keep, you know, get the Asians out and then let in the whites, blacks, and Hispanics. And so I think a way they used to do it was they would go by income. You know, if you're poor, you'd, whatever, they'd give you a, a better chance of getting in. I think now there's too many Asians who, uh, you know, their parents are immigrants and their parents are poor. So, whatever. Being poor isn't getting them the people they want. So, another thing they do is they go for geographic diversity. It's like if you got two kids who are identical in all other ways, and one of them's from Iowa and one of them's from New York City, then they'll let in the person from Iowa because those people are underrepresented. And part of the idea of that is like, you know, if you start in letting people from Iowa... What kind of person are you going to get? Oh, you're going to get a white person. But apparently, I mean, I don't know if this is true. This is interesting. Like, you know, if if you live in New York City, if you're a white person living in New York City, are you going to move to Iowa and, you know, have your kid go to high school for, I don't know, the last year, the last four years of uh, high school just to get into Harvard? I mean, I don't think a white person is going to do that. But 
Apparently, some people think that Asian parents, they're like, oh, that's how you get in? Fine, I what it is. And I don't know how true that is, but the guy who like works for Harvard or the lawyer for Harvard or something said something like that. He's like, oh, well, they just moved to their, you know, they only moved there two years ago so that they could get into a better college. That doesn't count. All right, so how do they know who to give bad personalities to? I mean, I'm sure they can just see, oh, your last name is Freeman, you're in. Your last name is Wang, you're out. But what if it's not clear? Well, apparently you have to write like a letter to Harvard telling them about yourself. I guess this is how they determine your personality. I don't think they do interviews for every single person. But anyways, they ask you to talk about how race has affected your life or something like that. I mean, you know, that's a good way to get rid of white people. You know, what's a white person going to say without sounding racist? But I guess they go, oh, you come from an immigrant family and you the first one to go to college in your family and you, your parents don't speak English? Uh, we don't care about that. Your parents are rich black people that live in New York City? Oh, perfect. That is a lot of traumatic experiences. You're in. I don't know, it makes me wonder. I mean, if you got to write a paper, you got to write a paper. What do the white kids write about? I don't know. So it's interesting to listen to them talk about this because basically, you know, they're woke. Discriminating against Asians is racist, so they're against that. And basically the idea is, like, how do you discriminate against whites without discriminating against Asians? Like, this is the sticky wicket that these court cases have brought up. Like, in the past, they've run through the same kind of court case with a, a white person who was discriminated against, and it failed. But now you say, look, you're discriminated against people of color with affirmative action. You know, it's a good wedge issue, basically. basically. I don't know. We'll see. If they come up with a, a way to do... If they figure out a way to discriminate against whites without discriminating against Asians, I'll tell you. But that's kind of the issue. In this court case, it's brought by, what, Students for Fair Admissions or something? Anyway, it's just a made-up organization by some rich guy who, I don't know, for 20 years he's been bringing court cases, trying to take down affirmative action. And I don't think affirmative action is actually that good. I don't think it's, like, helping black people that much, like, for instance, at Harvard. But, see, I don't know. If, I, think this all, I think this all gets decided. When the Supreme Court says you can't discriminate on race, period, then there's something else that happens. It ain't just elite universities. But I think government jobs currently, uh, whatever, are looking for minorities. Well, hell, and also private jobs, basically jobs. Jobs. Jobs across America uh, are discriminating on the basis of race. I mean, especially, you know, since George Floyd and especially since Trump, they're like, I need a woman for this job. I need a Hispanic for this job or whatever. And so if the Supreme Court says no discrimination on race, period, no matter what, no, no, part, of the, no part of America can do that kind of discriminating... It's going to affect a ton of jobs. People always talk about the colleges, but it's going to affect a ton of jobs. I think. I think that's how it works. We'll see. Here's the stat that made me want to do this podcast. So another way that you get into Harvard, we're just going to say Harvard, even though this applies to tons of universities and applies to all sorts of other stuff. But at Harvard, they have legacy admissions, and that's like, did your parent or your grandparent go there, or did your grandparent donate a bunch of money or something? Basically, basically, did your family go there, or have a friend that went there, or did they donate money? And so that brings in a lot, a lot of white kids get in on the legacy stuff. 
And so that's, uh, I don't know. I don't know if that's on the basis of race, but anyways, people don't like that. But so here's the kicker. If you say no more legacy admissions and no more um, discrimination on the basis of race whatsoever, like you just, you know, your test scores and your grades, you get in or you don't get in, then there's actually going to be more white people getting in and then way more Asian people getting in. Like I think Asians would end up being over 40% of the students and they're maybe like 9% of the population. So, you know, be super overrepresented, but anyways. But you know, who, where, where do those slots get taken away from? It'll be black and Hispanic. And apparently we've been doing affirmative action for men for, I don't know, 20, 40 years. Like I think for maybe, for every 100 four-year degrees that women get, there's like 75 that men get. I talked about this before because women do not want to have sex with men below them who are not as, uh, whatever, powerful, rich and powerful as them. Which means that when you got only a few men, they can have all, they can have any woman they want because they're so rare. But I don't know, that'd be interesting because I think the, uh, the civil rights law probably says you can't discriminate on sex. So it's just going to be nothing but a bunch of hotties. I guess scissoring, I don't know. I don't think this applies to jobs necessarily, but as far as like the kids who are getting into Harvard, the black kids, uh, they're not doe-ass. They're not descendants of American slaves. They're, I think generally, they're the kids of black immigrants. You know, so Nigerian doctors move to America, have a kid. That's the black kid who fills the criteria for Harvard. So basically... Originally, the idea of all this stuff was we're going to try and make up for slavery and Jim Crow and all this all this terrible stuff that we did. But uh, unless you think Jim Crow was bad for Nigerians who moved here, you know, 25 years ago, uh, we ain't making up nothing. We're not making anything right at all. I mean, who knows? There's probably, it's probably doe-ass kids who uh, are not getting in. Their slots are being taken by Nigerians. Even if you got rid of racial uh, discrimination preferences. And I guess this discrimination against Asians, they used to do this against Jews. So, I think Jews, they just call them white now. But back in the day, uh, there was too many Jews at Harvard, so they discriminated against them too. And another way that they uh, do some discrimination, this is in support of whites. Discrimination, anyways, uh, athletics. Like, I think Asians are just not as good at sports, or or they pick weird sports. You know, it's like, uh, I don't know, skiing, hockey. I mean, you know, whoa. they just, they basically, they go pick a bunch of sports that white people play, and then they uh, let people in on kind of a scholarship or whatever. They let in student athletes. And, you know, maybe they let in great ping pong players, too. It's just, you know, there's not too many sports that I can think of that Asians are super good at. I'm sure. I'm sure this helps uh, black kids a lot too. I mean, if you got a football team, boom, there's a whole bunch of white and black kids uh, that play that sport. I guess if you got a soccer team, you might get a bunch of Hispanics. You get the idea. I guess what's the point? There's a many, many ways to finagle it. Like when they say you can't just say that every Asian kid has a bad personality, Supreme Court strikes it down. They're gonna come up with something else. They're gonna come up with something new. You could just be like, vertical leap, height, we got too many short people, we need tall people. We got too many straight-haired people, we need more 
people with curly hair. I don't know. That's kind of fun. I mean, there's just all these things. You can just play with them. You just you feed it into a computer program and be like, oh, if you say you need 50% curly hair people, then you're going to get a bunch of, uh, I don't know what, Italians and blacks. Or if you say, oh, I need we need more people who are between the heights of five foot five and a half and five foot seven and a quarter. It's like, oh, boom, we just got a bunch of Hispanics. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, all one word, and thanks for listening.